Good morning, everybody. We seem to be a little bit asleep on the, on the job this morning. You might say, well, we went to bed late last night, but that's not true. I went to bed very early, but I still, still slept on the job this morning. Anyway, I need to touch briefly on two different topics here today. And the first one, we refer to it as, of course, the Sermon on the Mount. The second one we refer to as the Sermon on the A-Mount. Do you get it? So first of all, with regard to the Sermon on the Mount, uh, Sermon on the Mount is really the sort of high point of the teaching of Jesus Christ. It's chapter five through seven of the Gospel of St. Matthew, uh, where there is what we call the call to perfection. And it's all sort of laid out there for you. And it covers, here at Mass, it covers three, four Sundays in a row. Two weeks ago, we heard the first part of it, which was the, uh, the eight Beatitudes. Remember that? And then la last week, uh, we had Jesus talking to the people of his time and talking to us. And he says, you, he says, are the light of the world. You are salt. And so we know what, we know what salt does. Uh, if it loses its flavor, it's good for nothing. But salt can make things a lot taste a lot better. Light, you know, the same is true with the yard to light. You know, light can really, when somebody is sort of, uh, when they're, they're shining, it, it really is apparent to other people. And so Jesus is saying to the people of his time and to us, you know, if you're living your faith, then it's going to be obvious uh, to other people. And then today's gospel reading can, can sound a little bit con confusing, if you will. Where he says, I have come, he says, not to abolish the law and the prophets. Rather, I have come to fulfill them. Okay, the law, so that's a confusing kind of statement. But it, it goes something like this. The law and the prophets referred to Old Testament morality. And Jesus says, says to the people of his time, he says, I, I didn't come to get rid of what's there already. Rather, he says, I've come to add to it. And you say, well, what did Jesus add to it? Well, other people say, actually, he got to the heart of the matter. That is, you know, for the Jews in the Old Testament, uh, their religion was keep the law. In other words, uh, don't kill, don't steal, etc., etc. But Jesus is saying, that's not the whole issue. The whole issue is not what you do out there. It all starts in here, okay? It all starts in the heart. And within the heart is where sort of evil emerges. And so with, within the heart, it's sort of the, begin, the beginning of all wrongdoing. So Jesus says it's not just enough to focus upon, upon what happens externally. You also need to focus upon what's in your heart. And it's interesting, you know, if you listen to confessions, that, you know, very often people come forward and say, will say, I did this, I did this, I did this and this but they never really think about what's happening in the heart. Because in the heart, there is pride, jealousy, anger, bitterness, etc., etc., etc. So Jesus is saying it's not just enough to focus upon what's out there, it's important to focus upon what's going in here. Because from that ultimately leads to other things. And if you take the time to read the rest of uh, chapter, that chapter, we just heard a little bit of it, but if you read the rest of it, it'll explain to you a little bit better 
what I'm talking about here today. So that's just a little bit on the Sermon on the Mount. Then uh, we talked a little bit about the Sermon on the A-Mount. This is my 35th uh, year at St. Margaret Mary, and I've given this little uh, fervorino 35 years uh, in a row. And if you happen to come from elsewhere throughout the country, uh, you've heard something similar on this day, this day being the, the second Sunday in February, because uh, on, this day, on this day, it's a day when the bishop appeals to his people to support his ministries for the coming year. And in, the, in this diocese, it's referred to as our Catholic appeal. So during the last uh, 35 years that I've been involved in this, year after year after year, you get an assessment for the year. And I'm happy to be able to say that over the last 35 years, we have gone beyond our assessment each year. Having said that, though, I want to say, first of all, to those who have helped make it happen, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. But when I say those who have helped make it happen, usually about 25% of our families contribute to the Bishop's Appeal, which means that the 75% uh, don't give anything of any significance. So for those of you who, don't, who have not contributed in any way in the past, I invite you to do so this year. I'm not telling you to give $5,000 or even $1,000, even to give $50. It's really a statement on your part that you know, you believe that you're part of the Diocese of Orlando, that you believe in what the bishop is trying to do, and you are prepared to support him. This year, our assessment for this year and if you say it quickly, it's not, too, it's not too serious, but it is serious if you say it slowly. It's $792,000, $792,000. It's a lot of bread, really. But, you know, if everybody takes in, then believe it or not, it happens. And we hope and pray that it's going to happen again this year. So I think I've said almost enough, you know, we'll come here, the bishop, likes to talk to his people directly. And he's going to do that right this minute. And I'm going to sit down. And unfortunately, we don't have any popcorn or anything to offer you here today. My sisters and brothers in Christ, we are connected from generation to generation from the beginning. As each one is conceived, our name becomes eternal as a child of God. God bestows upon us his divine love. He gives his heart to us through his Son, Jesus Christ. He joins with us as part of salvation history. Salvation is not something that happened, but is happening, is alive through our bringing Christ to everyone we meet. The psalmist tells us, we are blessed as we seek God with all our heart. It is not a plural heart, but one heart, the heart that makes us one as his children. This is the awesome opportunity of our Catholic appeal. If we are who we believe we are, God's children, then we're on a pilgrimage to heaven, not individually, but together.
we have a family of parishes of four different parishes, three here in Lakeland and then one in Winter Haven. Each of the four parishes are individual. They have their own identity, they're their own communities. We don't try to merge. What we do is we say, what's the charism of this community? What is it called to do? And then we, we develop that and we share those gifts. My position is to take Father Tim's vision and put that into place. So use my gifts and talents to put forth what he envisions for the parishes so that he can focus more on celebrating Mass, hearing confessions, ministering to the people. My role is to educate and to encourage laity so that they can do the ministries that priests don't necessarily need to do. All of our parishes in the Western Deanery Collaborative are debt-free at this point. Our schools are flourishing, they're growing. The more that we become unified, the more that we share resources, the more that we share personnel, and to really reach out to each other, I think the better that we become the body of Christ. We've never had flooding to this level. It was just incredible to see the amount of water, intrusion into the cabins, the low ropes course completely covered, many trees that are down and crushed parts of the boardwalk. It's sad because we work so hard to make San Pedro beautiful, but it also encourages our faith that through God's help we will rebuild. The idea is, if we're going to be pro-life people, we have to really kind of put our money where our mouth is. We got to get out there and help moms who need help. As you guys can see, <laughs> the outpour support was incredible. We all journey as a community and we help one another. That's our Christian call. I have two children and I have twins in my belly, so it's good blessing for me. begins with just fun. So friendship, fellowship, once again, establishing a sense of community amongst the young people. But it moves from fun and fraternity into food and then into faith. They are questioning everything they've ever been taught. They genuinely want to know. They want those answers. And you have this beautiful opportunity in middle school to give them those answers. I like how in the beginning we can just like hang out with their friends and at the end we can grow closer to God. And I also love how volunteers take their own time to come with us and help us. You help one young person find the joy of Christ. They will do a better job than anyone at spreading the word. We just like all get along like a little family. It's helped me realize who I am. This is our future, not only in the church, but also in the world as well. And so if this faith can be established here, then we trust that we can do our small part for bringing about a renewal in our society. Magnify is the church's mission in the Diocese of Orlando to support individuals with developmental disabilities to be as independent as possible. We're about helping them to share their abilities. The light from the residents of Bishop Grady Villas was so powerful. A little seed, a mustard seed of faith, everything just grew. This year, we're excited to expand into seven counties so that we can really truly serve people who are in need the parishes of the diocese all come together and support us. We depend on you to make our mission possible. It's a tremendous opportunity just to work with two highly educated women of faith. We're on a shared campus and I feel like I can lean on their experiences in their own journeys to help guide me. Be able to turn to them and ask for their support and receive it. 
is really special. The Catholic schools are an extension of the church, and Bishop Noonan has entrusted us with leading these schools, and faith formation of our students is our number one priority. It's really about, in my opinion, preparing them for their next step, whatever that next step might be, and to give them that courage, that strength to get there. If I could welcome everyone in who makes a donation, I would. You would see firsthand the faces of the kids who are so happy and appreciative to be in a Catholic school. You would see the faces of the teachers who appreciate the fact that they can pray with their students every day. Thank you for being Christ-like. Thank you for your generosity to our Catholic appeal. I ask you to participate because we are all on this journey of faith together. It is the essence of the Eucharist to be in communion with each other, to be His presence in every moment of our lives. The Lord be with you, and may the blessing of Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit descend upon you and remain with you forever, amen.